What up, Sea of Red? You're listening to Into the Flames, a Calgary Flames fan podcast. Your home for all things Flames and updates around the NHL. With your hosts, Raja Burry and Noah Eppleston. Into the Flames, new episodes every Sunday. Matthew Coronado is signed. He's here. Let's go. He is a Calgary Flame. I okay. I was so hyped when the tweet came out. Like in the morning, I saw Farrell sign with the Habs, and I was like, "All right, like you've got got a few Harvard, you know, bullseyes already done. Come on, let's go. Where where's Maddie C? Gimme, 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 gimme." And then, and then we waited pretty much into the afternoon, but it happened, and here we are. Oh man, I am so hyped. Yeah, yeah, he's flying into Calgary today, sometime today. Um, and yeah, gonna get eased in because I know that's a, that's a big thing with um, all the fans thinking of how much is he gonna play. Let's get him into games right away. That's not gonna be the case. Um, I know it was uh, Matthew Scoronato on Instagram was talking about it. I was reading what he posted today. And he had a really good point that Harvard did only play 34 games this year. Um, It's going to be an adjustment for the travel and the pace of play and how much he is playing. So that's something that you can't just hop right into. And it's definitely going to be an adjustment for him. But I mean, the Flames are kind of in a good spot to let him have that adjustment and get him into some games towards the end of the year. 100%. I just think it's really, really funny how the media narrative has gone from, oh, he's not going to sign, derp, to Sutter won't play him. Yeah. It's it's always got to be something, right? Like, it's... Can we we not whine for five minutes? Like, can we just be happy that a college kid signed? Can we just be happy that literally our top prospect signed, like, seriously? Like don't don't be buzzkills. Don't be what Eric Francis was last night with that tweet. Could we not bring negative energy into something that is supposed to be super super exciting? Like especially for the year that we've had. Like let us just have some excitement. Everybody be happy and don't like make the kid feel like shit already. Like that's what this media does to our players, and that's what they're good at doing. But like give the kid a break. He just took a horrible loss to Ohio State in the frozen four tournament like let them have this happiness let the fans have this happiness we got our top prospects signed and i like dude if you saw my reaction it's weird because like when he when when we drafted him i was very high on him before the draft too i do a lot of like draft research and stuff and just kind of like make my own lists and then compare them to what actually happens i would say accuracy is a good 35 40 percent but it's fine um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but in that research, I was like, damn, like this Coronado kid is like pretty freaking good. Like he had, in my opinion, and you know, also Craig Button's opinion, uh, best release in that draft class, right? Best shooter, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. And then he got bigger, right? And then he turned into a two-way guy. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, oh, okay. Then a model came out the other day, and it's literally an identical development path to Braden Point from an mm-hmm. perspective. Do you mm-hmm. imagine Matthew Coronado as Braden Point? That would be what this franchise needs. I mean, that would be like 
like at that point it's like god bless you jeff ward thank mm-hmm. you for making us so bad that this kid landed <laughs> collapse like <laughs> i mean yeah and goal scoring's always been his trademark right like 48 goals in his second year with the chicago steel in the ushl uh 20 this year with harvard in 34 games i mean that's just something you love to see and that's in a conference down there in the states in college hockey that is a very tight-checking defensive conference. That is what that conference is bred on. And he was a point-per-game player in, in a conference like that. And that's just something that is a huge bonus here. It's not like he was playing along at Michigan alongside Fantilli. Yeah, he's and, and the rest of that entourage that's over there that's stacked as yeah. possible. He's been a highly touted prospect since we selected him. And... The fact that he's finally here, we're not sitting here waiting for him to get here. That's just very exciting. Um, a few more notes. His AAV is 925K. He'll remain in the NHL for the rest of this season. Uh, he's not AHL eligible until next year. So mm-hmm. in the meantime, until April 12th, he will be, I guess, taking all this in like a sponge and then getting his notes on what to work on over the summer and then he'll just have to have an excellent camp next year so that people aren't doubting him and exactly. uh, hopefully i am literally praying that he takes a good truck route where immediately they just step in and they're like yeah like what's up guys i'm here like i got this like i'm i'm here yeah. you know what i mean yeah <laughs> but you know daryl today was like talking about how you know there's a big distinction between lottery picks and then other kids picked in the first round. Usually it takes three to four years for those NHLers to, you know, get into the NHL. And I guess that is a proven statement because take a look at guys like Pelty and Zary, just, I guess, within our organization, it makes a lot of sense that they, you know, they were later first round picks. They're still developing. I mean, Pelletier is up with the team now, but he's still developing. He's nowhere near his ceiling. Series with the Wranglers. If Coronado can step in and do what Gadron Kachuk did, which is make an impact right away, he'll have his spot solidified, and he'll make he'll make sure his spot is solidified. That's a better way to put it. Absolutely. Um, so with this, him sticking with the team, do we have to send somebody down? Cat Friendly hasn't actually updated the fact that he's a roster player. Says. Registration pending. They've got to make in zero dollars for the remainder of this season, which I mean, probably isn't true. Yeah, it's. I mean, <laughs> the, first, the first year is getting burned off, whether he plays or not. That's another point. Mm-hmm. Realistically, I feel like someone will have to get sent down. I assume. Mm-hmm. I'm not really that even that worried about it right now because I'm just happy he's here. Like it's just no. it, it's happened and it's fine. So I'm like, you know what? We're good. Life is good. We're chilling. Backlund was one of the first people to text him saying, welcome mm-hmm. to the team. Uh, it's good to know that Backlund is doing uh, captain things without actually having the label. Uh, it's a little weird. It was his 900th game on Saturday. I was at that game. The standing ovation was pretty sick. And I was just like, you know what? Why? Like, we this, we need a leader so bad. Like, why Why is Backlund not wearing the C? Like, he's he's been here since we were literally children. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, third most games in, in franchise history, right? I mean, you come to think of it, you don't think that 
Michael Backlund's played 900 games in a Flames jersey, like just off the top of your head. But this guy's been here forever. He knows the city. He knows this team. He <laughs> embodies what a Calgary Flame is. And yeah, congrats to Michael Backlund. 900 games is huge. Hopefully he gets another 100 in a Flames jersey and uh, we get to see his 1,000th game ceremony. Oh, that would be sick. He said, it's exciting times for sure. For us, it's exciting too for our organization having high picks coming in here and getting him signed. It'll be excited to see him. Uh, it'll be fun to see him, exciting to skate with him. I don't know what the plan with games and all that, but I'm sure he'll get to play and it'll be fun to have him in the lineup. That's Backlund just summarized how I feel about the entire situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how everybody should be looking at it. Yeah, like I don't, yeah, dude. Like I, it's like don't don't be miserable about good things. Like seriously, <laughs> don't 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 be that guy. The fact that he is that level of performer in a league that that's stingy, it leads me to believe that like also you take a look at his underlyings. Like, like we talked about how he's comparable to Braden Point on that model that I think Byron Bader posted. But um, you take a look at just his shooting metrics, passing metrics, transition, which we need. We need a guy who can carry the puck in. Um, mm -hmm. I still don't understand why the team just doesn't tell Huberto to do that, but whatever. Uh, defensive metrics, really high, really good. Um, like, man, like this, this entire chart is just like. He's just solid, right? Like he, that's, that's like. He's solid everywhere. Literally. And I'm very excited to see how that is going to translate. And oh, man. whether he plays three games or six games or four games, five games, I don't care. The point is he is here. And right now his job is to be a sponge. It's, it's to be a sponge and get your foot in the door, right? Like just show the organization why they drafted you. Show them what you can bring to this team. Don't like overwork yourself or, or try anything too hard that you end up hurting yourself or hurting the team or, or whatnot. Just go out there and do what you've been doing all year for Harvard. And I think that's all you can, all Flames fans want from him. In response to his, because uh, he was in Calgary last year for development camp last summer. Um, and he basically just talked about how. He really enjoyed it, and it seems like a great city and a great place to be, yada, yada, yada. And then when asked about the fan base and the online buzz around him, this is how he worded it. He said, I know a lot about how great Flames fans are, and I know how important the Flames are in the city of Calgary, and I think that's absolutely amazing. Can't wait to get out there. So that quote in and of itself is foxy clean disapproved. Um, yeah. But, oh, my God, like, reading that, I was, like, I was never in the camp that, oh, my God, this guy's not going to sign here. I'm not, no, yeah. I'm not that shallow. I can understand that if other fans felt that way based off the past track record, it's obviously there. He was very upfront with his intentions since day one. The first question they asked him after he got drafted, uh, so, like, you're, you're signing here, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Come on. Like, like that's gonna push him away and make him not want to sign here. You're saying whatever doesn't matter. <laughs> he signed. He's here. He's a Calgary Flame. Where where would you like to see him slot in, and with who? Okay, so with who Huberto? Just immediately. I don't care if he's 
All right, like you could try him at center, although I don't think Daryl is very keen on that. He basically I don't think Doug yeah. immediately brought up how he was a right winger in his draft year, like immediately within like just the first pressure. So we can take that idea out of the window, even though he played center at Harvard. But um, yeah, with Huberto, ideally I would want to see. See, this is the thing. Like, are they going to keep Manchapani, Lindholm, and Tafoli together for the rest of the year? Like, like they already switched up the lines, right? I don't know about how effective they are, but they already switched them up. I want to say Huberto, Backlund, Coronado, but at the same time, I'm like, they're not going to split Coleman and Backlund up, are they? I don't think so, no. I think those two are pretty joint at the hip, right? Yeah. Ideally, if you were to split those two up, I would put Coronado next to Huberto and Backlund. If you're going to keep the lines the way they are right now, that to me makes the most sense. I like that actually. Having a guy like Huberto who's a great passer who can find them. And then obviously a very good responsible two-way forward in Backlund playing as his center, I think is something that's a very good calming presence for a young guy. I think that's definitely the best look at it too. I would have to agree with you there. I want to see that personally. I just want to see him with Huberto because I feel like I feel like Huberto needs someone that can open the ice for him. A guy like mm-hmm. Huberto, who is strong in transition, can shoot the puck, is a two-way guy. Like it's just it's just a natural fit. Just 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 do it. I don't really care who's down the middle. Like if you want to put Lindholm there, oh god, all by all means, put Lindholm there. Um, but yeah, I think just as a taste, that's that's a good, I guess, starting point. Because I feel like if Huberto and Coronado can kind of get a feel for each other by season's end heading into camp next year you kind of immediately have an answer like okay these two are going to be next to each other things are going to be okay <laughs> right so yeah it, it really feels like the flames are are pairing up into twos hey like they have their buddy system and and that's just the way it seems to go around here even with the buddy system i still don't understand why huberto is with backland and coleman just just externally. Because just he's the odd man out. He doesn't have his buddy yet. He's waiting for Coronado to get in the lineup. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, God. <laughs> they, they were together for what, like 20 seconds on Saturday and they scored a nice goal, like that beautiful passing play. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, are you serious? Like, why? Why haven't we tried that again? Like, come on. I don't. Vangipani, Backlund, and Coleman is a trifecta. It's just mwah, right? So it is. my immediate was like, okay, well, if you're going to switch up lines, Huberto could just slide back up, but I guess not. Back to Coronado. He's got a signing bonus of 92500 That's all right. Yeah. So out of that 925 base salary, 832500 for those that can do math, or just go on cap friendly and then just look at it. It's broken up pretty nicely. Um, That's what I use, yeah. <laughs> Math isn't my friend. Um, but yeah, so if he does end up needing, you know, the AHL, that would be something that would be done next year. He's not eligible to play during the Calder Cup playoffs, but Pelletier and Dewar are. So after our season's end, I expect them to get sent down and then try and win us a chip. So, yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be exciting, too. I mean, I'm excited to go to Wranglers playoff games. I think with the Flames not looking like they're going to make playoffs mathematically still in it um 
Mathematically, I, 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 think dead, this, yeah. I think this is really going to buy into the Wranglers, right? Like, I hope they do at least. I mean, I hope they get lots of fans for their playoff push. I mean, I hope we see, yeah, Pelche and Dewar go down there and just add to that already great team. Um, that's what I want to be focusing my attention on for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, our season ends three days before theirs does. So, yeah. Playing the season, assuming we do not make the playoffs, will be like we'll be watching exit interviews on the game days for the final few uh, Wranglers uh, regular season games. Yeah, no, I like I don't know what else to say other than the fact that I am just like I am so so stoked. I think it's really funny though because his nickname is the Bison, and when they asked him about it, he was like, "I actually don't have any clue about Bison." Like anything about them in real life like i have zero like absolutely zero but they told me to go hard to the net and play hard and that i'm hard to play against so that was the explanation so he just kind of said you know what screw it it sounds nice it'll stick right uh, yeah and i think it's gonna stick here in calgary i don't think that nickname's going anywhere i hope it doesn't go anywhere i hope it i hope we keep it alive if it starts slipping um <laughs> But yeah, it seems as of right now, according to Cat Friendly, uh, he's listed off as wearing the number 39, which is the number he wore in development camp. So it gives me straight up good draw vibes when he had number 53. Yeah, right. I yeah. Maybe this year he'll wear 39 and, and next year he'll have uh, his number picked out, but we'll wait and see for that, I guess. What you got to do is you've got to emulate it completely, okay? So the these situations are almost identical, minus the fact that Coronado signed with way more time than just one game remaining in the regular season. And at the time, I'm pretty sure the rule was different, where you had to get a game in to burn that first year off. You need to emulate it. And what you got to do is you got to give him his debut in Vancouver. True. So, so that if he scores... It is you are mirroring the path that is filling the void in our hearts. Everything is coming full circle. It's like the re it's a it's the rebirth of Johnny Goudreau through Matthew Coronado in Calgary. Like, please, for the like, please, like we are begging. Like it is uh I all I know is that I mean, I'm pretty sure he's gonna wear 19. The graphic the mm -hmm. team posted had him wearing 19. So someone named Matthew wearing 19 in this city is uh, good to have back. Um, but yeah, so all I know is that I'm going to wait for that official number to come in before I get my Blassie customized. But I know for a fact he's going on my Blassie. There you go. And yeah, no, I've been I've been waiting for this since late July 2021. I am so amped. Yeah, I mean, pretty much all you can say from here is don't be too impatient with him. Uh, he's definitely not going to play against the Kings or probably even this week. But just be patient and wait to see what this kid can do in a Flames jersey. I am so excited. If you guys like this video, please feel free to like, comment, subscribe. And uh, Matthew Coronado, welcome to Calgary, a beauty. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Go, Flames, go. <laughs> Go Flames, go.